So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Lisa the Yarnista. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. It's episode number 96. My name is Mike, and fresh back from Colorado by my side. Oh, I have to say, as always, as I always do, but not as always, because you were gone for a few days, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. Welcome back, Elisa. I haven't seen you since you came back from Colorado. It's good to have you here. How I'm you doing? Here. I am over the uh, flying back at stupid o'clock thing that was late getting home was, uh, yeah that was a late night pickup very late and it was definitely screaming baby airlines yeah. in the front and the back of me lots of screaming babies yeah a lot of screaming babies well and i well and i think i told you too i don't really blame them because they're like up past their bedtime and then they have to go yeah. to sleep on a plane and then the parents are having a miserable time and then um they have to be woken up at like midnight to get off to wake up and get off the plane. So, yeah. and there were so many kids that were just laying there sleeping, and I felt so bad for them. They should just let them sleep. Yeah, just let them. I mean, there aren't any more flights coming or going at that time of night. Just let them let them sit at the gate and sleep, and then you know, whenever they wake up in next morning or whatever, then they can get off when when it's convenient for them. Just the babies. Just leave the babies on the plane. The parents can yeah. go wherever they need to go. And I think that's fine. Get the babies in the morning. I fell asleep on the bus once, and they brought me back home. So that's they'd be fine. It'd be good for them. They don't interrupt their sleep and cause them all kinds of trauma. Alone stress. time. It'd be good alone. Yeah, alone time for the pilot. Teach them to be more independent. Sure, that's possible. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So thanks, everybody, for joining us here. Episode number 96. And uh, as always, we do encourage you to shop local. There's something i got to talk about. Amazon has coming up on July 11th, their big Prime Day, which features all kinds of fancy deals and specials and all kinds of fun things. Um, you can, you know, if you go and you can sign up for Prime and put stuff in your wish list, you'll get notifications if it goes on sale. But usually they have things like crazy stupid discounted and uh, some some interesting sales and deals and things going on. So what I'm going to do is I will put underneath uh, the player for this podcast a link where you can just go and sign up for Prime. Um, and then come July 11th, you too can take advantage of all the fun things that happen there. Uh, so I'll put that right there. Otherwise, I think if you click through on the normal stuff we have over on the right-hand side and sign up for Prime, I think that'll do the same thing. Full disclosure, as always, we legally do have to say that. If you do that, there's a good chance Amazon may kick a little commission to us over here at the podcast to help us pay for equipment and uh, food and dog beds and all kinds of good stuff like that. But stitches for the dogs. Stitches for the dogs' butts. 
all that kind of fun stuff that that needs to be paid for on a daily basis. <laughs> That's what when it's you live, into. yeah. So check that out. Again, just go to elisathearnisa.com, and over on the right-hand side, you can click through over there. Otherwise, if you go to the podcast page, and you can click on, I'll, I'll just put a, a straight uh, Amazon Prime thing. I think they have those banners you can you can mm-hmm. put on there. I'll put one of those on there, slap that up, and you can uh, you can just follow that right through. Sign slap up for Prime. Up. I'll slap it up there. You can uh, follow that through, sign up for Prime, and uh, do some, do some uh, shopping, get some good deals on July 11th. Why would somebody want to sign up for Prime? I don't know why. Get really good deals in shipping and music and you can videos. Stream and... popular videos included oh. with your Prime membership. You can, oh, you can get a legendary item in Overwatch through Twitch Prime, which I stole from the store, and I I can get that if I ever play Overwatch, which I probably will never do. You can uh, save up to eighty dollars with Prime exclusive phones. You can get Music Unlimited exclusive, exclusively for Prime members four months for 99 cents. That's a pretty good deal. Four months for 99 That's less than a quarter per month. Yeah. I, I just use the regular Prime music. Yeah, if you have Prime, you get um, some music, but all scroll, kinds of good stuff. Scroll back up. There's right. um the, the free one-day shipping. They're going to be doing two-hour shipping in Denver. Sure. They've got a, and they're, probably and a they're hub working, in the area. And they're working on drone delivery. Sure. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like two hours, and then Amazon brings you things. That's going to make it even more difficult for Firefly Fibers. Why? Well, not for us to receive things, but for the expectations of people when they can start getting stuff in like two hours. No, I think people understand that Firefly Fibers is not in Denver, Colorado. So if you're in Denver ordering from Firefly Fibers, it's going to take a little more than two hours. We are not going to drone your yarn to you in Not yet. Maybe at some point in the future, but not yet. I'm still amazed that we can get stuff here in Little Beaver Dam in a day like i can well, order by a, like noon and then it shows up the next day i think the, yeah. there's a hub in wisconsin probably center. like yeah. northern illinois too it's in wisconsin it's uh i think it's between milwaukee and madison or somewhere down there is there another one in northern illinois too probably I don't know, maybe but yeah it's yeah when i order stuff and it will be there tomorrow and i'm like what yeah so go ahead sign up for prime Make sure you click through at least the Yarnisa stuff first. If you would like to participate in the program, you can do that by going, uh, just send an email, podcast at elisathearnista.com. Um, send us questions, comments, suggestions, anything that's on your mind that we can talk about, address, or uh, answer for you. Right? Yes. I'm typing Whoop. two more things I on. pushed the wrong button. Stop chatting in the chat, Elisa. I'm not. I'm adding things to the agenda. Oh. And then? I'm working. I, what What did you knit while you were in? How do you want to do this? Do you just want to talk about your, your trip in general and kind of how? Because you did some knitting while you were out there. You took all kinds of projects along. You did some knitting. Then you came home. Yeah, I knit all of the things I took with me. I ran out of yarn. Well, that's good. That's good progress. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, yeah, I took like way more stuff with me than I needed to. So um, I... Uh, what did I work on? I did not, I did not, I took my Linhu with me and I did not knit on it at all. So that was kind of sad, but I took it. Yeah. Well, but you don't know what you're going to be in the mood to knit and you can not like, if you leave something here, you can't like fly home quick and get it and then go back. Right. So I took, I was, uh, I think I had four pounds of wiggle room on the way out with my checked luggage and I had one and a half on my way home. So you brought home more than you went with? I suppose you brought 
I don't know, gifts or whatever. Yes, a things. and there's a package coming UPS. Oh, yeah. How did you end up getting more to bring home than you left with? I went shopping. Oh, okay. That is how you come home with more you than you get, left though? with. Oh, I found a couple things. I don't think I told you what I got. I found a couple things that were pretty heavy. I wanted one for me, and I got one for a friend of mine. Okay. And they're kind of heavy. So, um, yeah, I got those. And then um, I purchased a bottle of whiskey out there that I ended up not even opening. So that went in my checked luggage. Got it. That's so pretty heavy. That weighed more. So I had to take more out of my. I had to take more out of my actual like check luggage too, and ship mm. some of that back. So, but and then well, and then I sent out a, um, a thermocell, and then I ended up not using that, and so I sent that's coming back in the package too. Got it. Because we can always use another one. Sure. Because mosquitoes love me. So um, I think that the main thing that I worked – well, I, there were two – I really only, only worked – I took like six projects. I think I took like four pairs of socks and then like – well, I took three pairs of socks and then sock yarn for another pair of socks. And I – because I was going to cast on knit everything while I was there. Sure. Um, But I ended up – um, the socks I ended up working on – because I knew that I needed to get going on them is um, I spent worked mostly on the opal leftovers, my opal oh. advent leftovers. So I used uh, I'm using Julie's uh, Nomad for the cuff, heel, and toes, and it's an afterthought. And I'm gonna just I'm gonna try just doing a true afterthought, and I'm gonna clip a clip a hole in there. And put it in instead of putting in waste yarn. I'm just going to clip a hole and we're going to see how it goes. You've never, never done that before? No. Okay. That'll be an experience. It'll be fun. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm just using up all – I'm trying to use up the Opal Advent leftovers to get these socks done. But my plan was to do, like, one of these little mini balls a day. But, I mean, you can see this was what was – I have – what what is that, like, five inches or something for the one ball? That's a lot of knitting every mm -hmm. day on, like, teeny tiny size one and a half needles. So, um I was going to do one a day, so I took six balls with me, and I got through one and a half. But you were ready just in case. But I was ready, yep. So um, that was – I spent a fair amount of time knitting that because it was just easy just to knit in a circle. Sure. Um, and then I'm happy to report that I am on to my fourth color for my Find Your Fade. Cool. And I actually busted out my uh, – Finally put those in the bag, the uh... – Green Day pins? Well, I did. I put my I put my Green Day enamel pins on my um, Army Green um, field bag that is, you know, a collector's item that yeah. I didn't know if I was ever going to use. But I feel better about it since there's going to be an Army Green it? porter bin. Yeah. I don't want to wear it out because I can't get another one. But there's I know. only a million oh. bags in the world. Oh, but not any more Army Green ones. Well, no. So, um, but yeah, I busted out my Army Green bags. I, I thought it would be good for Colorado. So, yeah, my Find Your Fade. I'm on to my fourth color now. So that Out of how is many colors? Seven. Oh. So it's actually looking like something now. It looks a little bit more like a thing than um, a loincloth. Yeah, it's definitely not. That would be an awkward big loincloth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was making progress. Uh, my friend Amanda stopped in today with hers that's finished. Yeah. And then Danae posted pictures of hers that's finished and 
some of the other ladies that have knit for the knit along, they posted the finished pictures on Instagram and yeah, they're, it's huge. Yeah. Everybody well, keeps saying they, they keep waiting for it to be warm and I'm like, oh, it's just, it's just a fingering weight shawl. Mm-hmm. What's the big deal? And then you see it and it's like, it's like a bedspread. Mm-hmm. It's huge. So I'm on my fourth color for that. And I had my fifth, have my fifth color in my bag just in case I needed that when I was on the plane. Sure. But, um, and then I cast on a project at the airport before I came home. Why are you looking at me like that? I can't say what it's knit in. Oh, got it. But I cast on, um, the little cuffs for, uh, Wrath Trevor by Jane Richmond, which is my kind of like go-to fingerless mitt pattern. Um, and these are in, um, the new, the big fancy dancy news that'll hopefully be coming in two weeks. Sure. So, yeah. So how many pairs of those have you made? I think this is my fifth or sixth. I love them. I what love do you them. love about them? They're really simple to knit. I like she has you start with just a larger needle and then she has you go to a smaller needle. So it accommodates for like the larger size of the, of the forearm and mm-hmm. then goes down. And they're just, they're, they're just really simple and they're just, they, they're just classic styling, like everything that Jane does. Um, I do cause they are pretty short. I do like, and I have really long, well, I have monkey arms and monkey fingers and everything. So I do make the, um, the stockinette portion longer for myself when I knit them. So, but yeah, they're, they're just a really, it's a really simple, fun, fast knit. So, um, I did this, um, while I was waiting to board and then while I was on the plane and then until the point I fell asleep and banged my head on the, then you woke the, up and, on the airplane window. And then I'm like, I think maybe I should be done knitting with sharp needles right now. Uh, and you just don't hold them up by your so, face. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, there was a lot of turbulence. Like more turbulence than I'm, it's probably this time of year that the weather's just so like know. crazy. But yeah, there was a lot of turbulence. Hmm. They're like, oh, seatbelt, fa- the fasten seatbelt sign is off. Go ahead, move around. Oh, just kidding. Back on. You got to sit back down. So yeah, that was, it was a, it wasn't a bad flight either way. But yes, yeah, so I worked on those. So those, that's what I was knitting. Yeah. So I took, I took one sweater. I did not take my Alpengluhen with me and I did not get, I did well, not, I had goal. My goal was to finish my Alpengluhen or my Linhu and I did not finish either one of those before going. So no, but you couldn't really take them along either because they're big projects and they'd be. Well, I took my Linhu, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like knitting on that. I wanted to knit with wool and I needed something that I didn't have to pay a lot of attention to because somehow I made, we've, the, the, the ladies that did the knit along at the store for the find your fade, a lot of us were talking about, I mean, it's, it, I feel like it's like deceptively simple because we all, um, get a little overly confident because all it is is garter and simple lace. So sure. we stop counting and then we start screwing up and I somehow managed to get through a lace section and I, I did make one boo-boo, but I just kept going. Um, not in the lace though. I cut one row short for the color change. Hmm. Um, but I, I just, I kept going and I was, man- I managed to do that with three kids running around screaming. Nice. And I'm not a parent, so <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't have the tune it out uh, yeah. skills for that. So, but yeah, it was, I did a fair amount of knitting. I went down to the coffee shop one day and sat outside and knitted by myself. And nice. Yeah. 
knitted on the beach. Got my burnt my shins. Yeah, that's pretty. I burnt my fun. shins, my forearms, my nose, and my forehead, and I have um, skin peeling on my part line right now. So yeah. that's awesome. Well, sun in the mountains of Colorado is a little bit different than the sun in yeah. Wisconsin because the atmosphere is a little thinner up there. High altitude and yeah. uh, beautiful, beautiful sky. It was perfect. The weather was perfect the whole time. It was like it wasn't perfect here. So 40, I'm glad you had good weather. Forty at night, and so that is like wonderful weather for me to open the window and sleep with the window open. Yeah, and then um, it was at most like seventy-five or seventy-seven during the day. That's pretty much perfect. It was, uh, yeah, and it was sunny, and um, it was it was cooler down by the lake. Um, but then we went up to town and it was a little bit warmer up there because we, it was tough because of the cabin that we rented. So I guess we're going to talk about the trip now. So we got, I got there and, um, I, I couldn't, I can't, I just, I can't believe how busy it is in Colorado now because there weren't yeah. that many people when I lived there. Just well, that was a long time ago. Everybody's there. So, um, well, it's only happened in the last few years from what yeah. I've heard. So, yeah, so it was, I mean, it was like 11 o'clock in the morning by the time we were getting out of town, and it was like bumper-to-bumper traffic on the interstate. Hmm. Yeah, it's like rush hour all the time. Yeah. So, um, but we uh, we drove up to the mountains and uh, got to uh, um, the cabin, and it's a it was a... Five bedroom, yeah, a five bedroom cabin. So it's a large cabin. It's a big cabin. It was really big, but it was so weird. It's like a hundred and some years old. Yeah. So and it was like a hundred and thirty five or one hundred forty five years old, and it was just very weird. Like the things have settled and floors aren't even, and it was very not well lit. So hmm. like I could not even like put my makeup on in my room. I had there yeah. was like one the one bathroom. We had two bathrooms. One had light that was good enough to put makeup on. So, yeah. well, it, Kevin, if if you're that the cabin's you've been there 145. If you're there 145 years yeah. ago, and it's the middle of winter, you don't want a whole bunch of windows because that's going to be hard to heat and keep warm. So they probably didn't put a lot of windows in to begin with. There are windows in all the rooms. I had a lamp. Well, I told. I think I told you I had a lamp in my room that was on my dresser that there was nowhere to plug it in. Mm -hmm. It was just purely decorative. My room, all the rooms, kind of had their own like feel to them. Mine looked like it belonged, um, like upstairs in a saloon, like a like as part of the brothel. Cool. It had like lamps with like the little fringy stuff hanging down off of them. And as I'm getting settled, as I'm like unpacking my luggage and trying to get settled i turn around and i look down and i sent you a picture of this yeah <laughs> there um on the table were um some used um false eyelashes well you don't know that they were used for sure they probably were used oh so it was kind of gross and they're just like stuck to the top they of the were, nightstand. Like, one of them looked thing. like it was really stuck. Yeah. Oh, the kids got a kick out of it. They oh, were I'm running sure. around and screaming, and yeah. So, um, but it was it was a nice cabin. The location was really. I haven't posted pictures yet of the actual cabin. Um, there was a little bit of a wasp issue, which was a little concerning for me because I'm deathly allergic. Yeah. So, um, and they were very aggressive. I don't know where they were coming from. The 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 um like the 
property manager or whatever, she came out and closed up some stuff with some duct tape. Because, I mean, what else you can – the house is all shifted and there's, like, openings. Yeah. and So, yeah, she came out and took she care of that. She must have known right where they were because otherwise you just slap up some random duct tape. How do you know that's going to take care of it? But if you can see where the cracks are, where well, – That's what I mean. She must have yeah. known where they were because I'm sure in a place like that there's cracks all over the place. We've and talked nooks to nooks and crannies. I think I feel like we talked to a few people there too, and the wasps have never been this bad. Yeah. So it was, oh, and they were huge. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy. So, but yeah, so I got in. We got in. Um, what well, we got up when I left here. What well, we left here at like five thirty. I was up at four in the morning. And it was yeah, warm so. and humid at mm-hmm. five thirty. So you say because it got cold after I was gone. Yeah, the weather it was still not stayed wasn't wet. here while you were gone. It's been raining all spring, and that didn't change. So before I forget, I'm going to tell my quick story. This is sad. That while you were gone, I was gonna. I'm like, I'm just gonna chill and relax out in the patio at night. I'm going to have a fire and grill and drink a couple beers. And you love having a fire at yeah, night, and I, just, I don't do it with you a lot because no. I go to bed. And so I got, I'm, I'm just getting everything ready. I got the, the fire pit thing out, which is like a, it's a portable, like the portable metal thing with the grate around it and mm-hmm. the, you know, the lid and whatever. So I got that out and I, and I love building the pyramid. So I got all my kindling and paper all crumpled up and weaved in and out. I had the perfect little pyramid, which is actually in the garage. So we could still use it. I know. But, every time I get out of my car now, since I got home, every time I see that, I want to cry a little bit for yeah. you. So, well, I kind of jumped ahead and, and spoiled the end of the story. But just as I got everything set the way I wanted it to, and I'm ready to get the thing, the, the little fire stick and start Didn't the fire. did you mix up all of your meat for your two and a half, your two pounds of burgers too? I thought you had all of your meat mixed up. I don't know if that happened up. yet. Maybe, yeah, that maybe happened too. But yeah, I was just ready to light the fire and get everything going and it started to rain. All I'm just feeling the sprinkle. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is stupid. It wasn't supposed to rain. And then I'm like, okay, so I'll just, I'll just wait. Well, I'll just wait until tomorrow and I'll do it tomorrow. And the same thing happened. It was freezing outside. It was like, I don't think it was even 50 degrees. I mean, I don't feel like even next to a fire, I don't really want to sit next, sit outside in the cold and Unless whatever. Unless it's Christmas. Unless it's Christmas and that's different, but. Yeah, so I didn't even get to have my fire while you were gone. So that's that's sitting out there. So if we ever want to do that at some point, that's ready to go. That'll take 20 seconds to go out there and light that up. I was very sad for you. I was too. Because that was the night I think that we were having barbecue at the at Sagebrush. Where uh, my cousin's daughter was banging the the uh, the peanuts to open them up for everyone. Because it's, it's one, of those, one of those barbecue places where... You get buckets of peanuts on the table and you throw the shells the on the floor. Shells go on the floor. Kids yeah. thought it was amazing. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. you texted me and said, nope, I, um, it just started raining. So I felt so bad for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when I left on Friday, it was, it was hot and humid when I left. It was, yeah. when I got to Denver, it was cold, which I guess that would make, that was the cold weather that came here. Yeah, probably. Because it was... I was cold when I got off the when I got off the plane. I thought I was going to have to change clothes. What time did you get in on? Ten thirty morning. Okay, it was ten thirty. So it was still pretty early. It was yeah. It was it was early, and it was yeah. When I got off the plane, of course, again every time I go to, so I think it's so dumb. So <coughs> excuse me, 
sorry, at DIA, you get off the plane, you go to baggage claim, you get your luggage, and then the doors that you walk out of are not where the normal people pick you up. It's like the commercial pickup stuff. So it's where like Hmm. the buses and all of that. So if you are being picked up by like a person, like a family member, you have to go up a level. Well, that's weird. Isn't that dumb? Is there an elevator or something? Yeah, there's an elevator, but they don't make it very clear. And so there's somebody walking down. They're like, well, you've been standing here waiting for a while. Is a family member coming to pick you up? And they were talking to somebody else. And I'm like, well, are they worried that, like, she's, like, you know. Abandoned at the airport? Yeah. Or, like, is she, are they, you know, suspicious of her, like, just hanging out or whatever? And no, because apparently people are, like, out there and just, like, waiting, like, forever for their family members to come and pick them up. And they don't because it's the commercial layer. Loading area. They should invest in a couple of signs that say, hey, if you have people coming to pick you up, maybe you should go upstairs. Or a commercial pickup only. Go up. Yeah. Go upstairs. Yeah, a couple of signs would not be very expensive to fix no, that. <laughs> no. So I I eventually got to the right place and I got in the car and it was cold. So I was getting ready to dig pants out of my out of my uh, out of my luggage as soon as we got there. Yeah. But then we got it, and it was actually warmer in the mountains than in Denver that day. That's weird. And every, yeah, my cousin was kind of bummed because it was really nice in the city, and then we went to the mountains. But it was still, it was, it was still nice. Like it was like, yeah, yeah, it was seventy seven between seventy and seventy seven the whole time. And would you Beautiful. rather be a little chilly in the mountains, or would you rather be somewhat warmer in the city? But it was warmer in the mountains. What? It was warmer in the mountains. So what were you saying that, that your cousin was disappointed? Oh, because it was it finally cooled off because it oh. had been like it was warm before the cold front came in. So, but yeah, so we got up there and um, we got settled in at the cabin and we got rid of the eyelashes and. You should have just left them there. No, I couldn't have slept. It was oh. my nightstand where I was putting my water and. Yeah. No. I could have brought them home for you. I, I could have brought them. those home for you instead of that T-shirt, and they sure. were free. Oh, that would have been even better. I'd wear those every day. So um, what did you say to me? Did you say something about I could – you said you you texted me something about it. I could wear them or something sure. too. Yeah, no. They're already out of the box. Partially slap them used. On and there you go. Yeah. So um, Friday night, we went out – my cousin and I went out for supper, um, and then we went to go see Newsies. And I have never seen the Disney movie. I've heard the Disney movie is okay, but the like the Broadway show is really, really good, and it was amazing. Yeah, I've never seen it. I don't know anything about it besides it's about newspaper people. It's new, Actually, it's newspaper delivery boys. Sure. Yeah, these people stand so, in the corner and say, yeah. read all about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really good show. Those and I, I realized at that point that I could never ever be in theater. Why? I am not coordinated enough. It's wow. far too much work. They're musical singing theaters. and they're dancing, and nobody fell down and hurt themselves. Musical theater is a lot different than. I walked to the theater. car and nearly tripped and hurt myself. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a really good show. The Rocky Mountain Repertoire Theater. They this is the second year that we've gone, and it was a, they're just they're great every year. Cute little kid in there. Yeah, the cast in the show, I think there's one one female character. But I recognize some of the girls from last year. Yeah. That were Neither little they come news back boys. And do that. Yeah. So that was fun. It was a very late night. So we um I think we've decided that um theater night is not the first night that you get to town. Yeah. 
especially when you've, you know, gotten four hours of sleep and have been up since four o'clock in the morning. So, but yeah, it was a really good show. And we played bingo. I posted a picture of that. I mean, like, how much more, like, small town, like, does it get than playing bingo? And they're probably the same bingo boards that we used when I I seem to remember going with my grandma, but I don't. It's kind of gambling. So I can see that my grandma might like it, but I feel like she would have thought that it was frivolous and you're just, like, throwing your money away. I don't. Are there a lot of people that are there, like old people that go there? No. I took pictures. I'll have to post it. Like everybody that was young. That's weird. There were some guys that were behind us that were probably like early early to mid 30s. They had like this big old jug of booze and they were pouring it in their cups. And yeah, there there was some giggling going on with some of the numbers. And (laughs) yeah, but they were having fun. And there were some people across from us. There were kids there with their families. There really weren't a whole lot of people Hmm. or a whole lot of uh, older people. That's strange. I wouldn't expect there to be that. It seems like it should be an older crowd for bingo. And they were cool because if you look at the picture I posted, they're they're not like you don't use a bingo dauber. They're the ones with the windows on them. Yeah. You slide the little window on there. So, yeah. So we were there was some lady. It was funny. I went up to I went up to get my bingo cards and they were three dollars a card to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then every game it went down or every other game it went down a little bit because there were like 12 games. And so it went down to two fifty, and then it went down to two dollars, and then when it went down to like a dollar, then like of course all the little kids they thought they could handle because you know you get like ten, 10 of I'm them. I'm like I get pretty hardcore with my bingo, so I had four cards. Sure. So, um, the uh, when I was picking out my cards like the first time, there's a lady she's like digging through and looking for something. Like, what are we looking for? She's like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Okay. Very serious about the bingo. I'm like, you just kind of have cards. You can always, like, at the end of a game, I guess you can take and exchange them for something else. And I'm kind of like, why? Exchange what? Your card. You can take and exchange your card for a different card if you have, like, an unlucky card. Oh, okay. So I just kept mine, though. Yeah, that's probably the best way to go. And then I tried (laughs) to do blackout, and I didn't win that either. I was really close, though. I was one away. Mm. Holy cow. I almost won blackout, and it would have been a hundred and some dollars. That would have been good. But how much did you win? I didn't win anything. Ah. I didn't get to scream bingo at all. Ah, that's no fun. You should have just scream bingo just for fun. No, that's embarrassing. Then you're that person. Is that person. frowned upon? You're that person. I don't want to ever <laughs> anywhere be that person. Like anybody there knows who you are, or you'll never see any of them <sighs> ever again. Just go just ahead. Just every and year. Go crazy. So, yeah, so it was fun. That was, uh, it was cold. It was, that night it was cold. It, because it's weird in the mountains. The sun goes down and it gets cold. Sure. So, yeah. That was, uh, I think, Saturday night. Um, what else did we do? Sunday morning, we went to brunch at Fat Cat Cafe. And it's a brunch buffet. Hmm. But I can't have any of that because who knows what's been touching what. And yeah. the lady that owns it, um, she's Sally. She's from England. And I her dad was like the head of nutrition. Of, like, the Nutrition Council in England for something. Like, for the entire country of England? He was, like, some fancy-dancy, like, he knew a bunch of stuff and, like, was, like, an officer and, like, in charge of, like, the nutrition stuff in hmm. England. So Sounds interesting. Um, But he, um, so she she has, like, she has, like, uh, in her, um, 
in the fridge in the kitchen, she has a like um, a celiac section. So like none of that has come into contact with anything else. And then they have um, like a vegan section. So there's, you know, it hasn't come in contact with any sort of meat products. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was nice. I got my, um, I got my, uh, uh, my scotch eggs, which they're deep fried. The ones that I've made here at home, they're not deep fried, not, but no? those are, yeah, deep fried sausage around a hard boiled egg is pretty delicious. That sounds pretty good to me. Pretty good. So I had that and, um, she brought me a plate of meat, um, like four pieces of bacon, like, ha- like a huge, huge hunk of ham and three sausages or two sausages, I can't remember, sausages. And yeah, it was just, it was a ton of food. Yeah. And then, um, the gluten-free chocolate cake was like a piece of fudge. It was so delicious. Yeah. It wasn't out on like the normal like desserts that they had. But so I got that and it was really good. <laughs> and I took the leftovers with me. Well, so. I hope so. You don't leave that behind. But yeah. So she was. Waste cake. Well, and it's tough because it's, you know, it's it's, it's technically it's a buffet. And you're not supposed to take leftovers from a buffet. It's a piece of cake. But it's not like she's, you're... she told me she's like, it's really, really sweet. Yeah, you're and not really like rich, taking a, so. a bowl of macaroni no. and cheese home. That's... No. And I took my meat with me too. Cause I, yeah, she, and this happened last year too. I ended up like having, you know, cause I told you, I'm like, I would not eat. This is like a heart attack well, waiting to happen because I have eating, like you weren't eating from the buffet, so no. it's not like you were loading up your plate no. and taking it home. This was something. No, I wasn't separate. taking my gallon Ziploc bag and my purse no. to like take stuff home. But yeah, so it's always a good time going there. But yeah, that was so that was fun. We had everybody had fun there. Um, and then every night everybody has to go get ice cream and go to the park and play. Of course, so that's fun. And I didn't even think this year I last year I did not get ice cream, but this year I did because it didn't even dawn on me. There's a place down at the lake, um, Miachi's snack bar that has a soft serve. Nice. So I got soft serve down there because I can't have like the fancy stuff that like gets doubled, like, like mm-hmm. it gets dipped. So um, I was able to have some ice cream and that was really good. And then, oh, I posted a picture of this. The kids last year, they did, they did a surprise like birthday party for me and my cousin. And we both turned 40. Um, so I did like a surprise birthday party at the cabin. Her and I left and came back and there were streamers and stuff put all over the windows. And, um, so this year they were acting all funny one night and they're like, yeah, you guys should go out. You guys need to go out. Go, yeah, go, go and go and have drinks and get drunk. And and I'm like, (laughs) okay. Like that's good advice coming from a kid. I'm like, okay, so we have um, twelve, ten, and I think the youngest is he eight. So yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. When when they're telling you to leave, something is kind of fishy. <laughs> so we got up. Then I got up the next morning, and my aunt gets up crazy early, like four, even on vacation, four thirty or five. She's that's up silly. every morning, and she was so funny. The first morning we got up and. Um, I got up and I came downstairs. She's like, oh, finally someone's coming down. She's like, I feel like a dog. She's like, now I know how a dog feels waiting for someone to wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I got up and I had to go make coffee right away, of course, because that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And I made coffee and I look over and the table is decked out in um, new kids on the block, um, 
ta- uh, tablecloth and cups and their napkins and so did yeah. the kids go out and buy this on their own or where did they come up with all of this stuff? My aunt has had it from since 1990. What? She was gonna. So she it's like wanted vintage. It was vintage. That's probably worth some money. She should have sold it instead it of was, using it there. It would. She was going. She wanted to get it last year for. Her, wanted to do that for us last year, um, but she couldn't. And I don't know if she couldn't find it. Um, didn't but she, she looked just, on eBay and it was forty bucks on eBay. Didn't she just move? She, yeah. And it just she, they, so she moved all that stuff, but didn't know like what box it was in or how she, did that even happen? She'd found it. So yeah, it was an eight. And uh, seating or uh, place setting for eight with a tablecloth. Perfect. And I have two squares that are two squares and two plates and yeah, two squares and two plates that are coming home. And my birthday card that the kids made for of me course. with glitter. Sure. Um, that's coming home in the box on. With oh, good. The UPS so we're gonna stuff. have new kids in the block. Oh yeah. That's fantastic. It's, it's not a big thing. It's just like this big <laughs> and plates. So, yeah, they were so happy with themselves for that. Oh, sure. They should be. Yeah. So, yeah, my aunt was funny. She said that, yeah, that she asked the kids, oh, do you want to do a surprise? And they're like, yay, of course. So, yeah, they all had fun. So fun. all three of us girls got my birthday's in March. It was long ago. But um, my two cousins are um, beginning of July. So we all three of us got right in the middle. Birthday cards. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. What else? Um. Oh, there was some excitement on, what morning did we leave? Wednesday? Wednesday morning? Yeah. You came back on Wednesday, so. Yeah, so Wednesday morning. So, I'm like, you know, we're out there in like the middle of the winter. We saw multiple moose the time while we were out there, too. Like, I'm taking a picture of my my two, like, I don't know, my Cousin's kids. My cousin's kids sitting outside. They were so cute. They were both dressed up in their little Coke shirts to go shopping for the day because this is the first time they were going to go shopping on their own in town. So I took a picture of them outside. And as I'm taking the picture, I look over and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's a moose just like running through. Running? Running. He was running. That's kind of fun. Through the the little like cabin area because we're like on the edge of town. And... Yeah, so we all ran in the house and out to the porch and looked out the porch window, as you should look from inside the house at the moose. Yeah, you just go out, you track them down and go go for a ride. So, yeah, so um, that was fun. And then my cousin and I went out to visit her. Um, her chiropractor is building a house out um, on some land there. So we went out to see their land. And on the way out there, we saw a moose, like he... He's probably maybe a couple years old. His his antlers weren't very big. Yeah. But he was out wandering around in the forest. And then we we saw a bunch of moose droppings. That's fun. A bunch of horse droppings. Did too. you have any of those shipped home? No. No? No. I do have a rock coming home. Of course. Of course I do. A rock. Why would you it's not a ship a rock? It's a rock. So, um, but then we came back from the park really late one night and it was pitch dark out and there's a guy walking around with a flashlight, which is, you know, kind of interesting. And he says, oh, you got you ladies, make sure that you're careful because um, there are a couple of moose running around. Yeah. So we get back to the cabin and what does my aunt do? She goes back in the cabin, locks the door and where it's nice and safe. Oh, she goes looking for it. Yeah. 
That seems like a bad idea. That to sounds me. like a bad idea. My cousin was fine though. She's like, oh, she's going to end up on a TV show. She's going to end up on the news. Mooses are not small animals. No, they're big. And Even the babies are big. And they're very skittish. I don't know. Maybe skittish is the wrong word. But if you get too close, they're going to kick you or they're going to yeah. headbutt you or something. They're going to, they're going to ask any questions and see if you're friendly. They're going to be like, get away from me and yeah. kick you in the head. So, yeah, we were looking from the front porch out the glass and looking around. You could see him wandering around, and he looked huge, and he was down by the water. So I can't even imagine, like, how big he was in person. Yeah. Well, I was riding my bike once when I was, like, probably 10 or 11 up um, Mosquito Gulch in Colorado, just a dirt road, and got up to, like, almost the top, and there was a big moose, like, full rack. Mm Mm-hmm. Just staring at me. Sure. You calmly turn around and you leave. Go the other direction. Yeah. He was huge. <laughs> so, yeah. So we saw a few moose and we found a big pile of uh, moose poop before we left. So like right outside of the, the porch window. So they oh, were wandering around like right, right there, there. And, That's cool. yeah, and pooping. So, um, so no, so uh, Wednesday morning I was taking, I was taking pictures of some of the wildlife and my cousin, one of my cousin's daughters was out and like looking at the baby chipmunks and they were really cute because chipmunks there are different sure. than ground squirrels here. They're yeah. actually like chipmunks and they don't go like cheap, 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 cheap like no, ours they do. they probably do. Oh. You just, you know, I haven't heard those this year. That's fine. At all. That's unusual. I haven't seen many either actually come to think of it, but. I haven't either. Normally they sit outside the window and just scream all morning long starting at like five o'clock in the morning when you're trying to sleep in on the weekend. Or during what, the week. I wonder what they're doing. That's weird. Yeah. That's I'm okay with it and I'm I'm not gonna complain, but it just it's weird they haven't shown up this they're year. They're loud. Yeah, they're really loud. Well, especially in town because it echoes off of everything around. So even if they're not like right outside the window, it sounds like they are because it's echoing off the house next door and Yeah. And the dogs hate them because then they go up the downspouts and then they rip the downspouts off the garage and only some do that. Only some, just ours. Yeah. So I've there, so a lot, there were a lot of like little, like, so they're baby chipmunks and they were cute because they're just like all bouncing off of each other. And they're like five of them. They were so cute. <laughs> just living in the only same area and they're just jumping around and playing and just, yeah, they were, you know, and I'm sure there are people watching them all the time. Oh, so sure. they're, they're like, yeah, hey, we're just putting on a show. So I go back to the house and we had the doors open because we were loading up the cars and getting ready to go. And there's, a little like baby squirrel is kind of running around. He wasn't like, I mean, they, you know, they're born this spring. So he's not baby, baby, but he was tiny. Yeah. So I'm like trying to get a couple pictures of him and he's just like kind of smelling stuff and running around. And then he jumps up onto the, the top step of the house that we're staying at. And I'm like, Oh no, this is going to turn into like, and this is going to turn into like the great outdoors with John Candy and the bat and the, the, the tennis racket. And there's going to be like a squirrel running around the house. We're going to get a squirrel out of the house. And so I, he, he went in that, he went in the house and I ran in real quick and shut the doors to like the house house. So he was at least just on the front porch. Contained. And yeah, he was throwing his little body up against the glass windows and he was, yeah, he wanted out of there bad. I did take a couple pictures of him though while he yeah, was there. Of course, you have to. He was so cute. So I chased him out with um a, a pillow 
Um, and he ran up a tree and he was standing on one of the branches, like looking down at us and making some horrendous noise that was definitely conveying. He was not very happy. Well, then he shouldn't have gone in the house. He made that decision himself. It's not your fault that he went into the house. So angry. So poor guy. But yeah. So there was a squirrel in the (laughs) house. And so I think that's it. That was, uh, yeah. And then he got back Wednesday night about midnight and that was late that was late and, and then I, I went to work surprised because you had a full flight coming back and then when i came you know to pick you up at the airport there was a huge line which i guess makes sense because everybody was there to pick up the people that were on the full flight coming back from denver apparently there were multiple flights so there were like full flights standing around the carousels for in baggage claim yeah oh, so I there had with, to have been like three or four flights that came back with that line of cars i believe it that was i was surprised i thought i'm thinking like okay midnight i'll just get up there and i'll you know go to the cell phone lot and Maybe take a nap for half an hour or whatever. Apparently, but it's a popular time. I guess. It must be. Maybe it's just cheap or something. I don't know why people, so many people are coming back at that time. But there were there were a ton of people coming back. And so. And mine got bumped because I was supposed to come back at 11. My, I was supposed to be back at 11.15. And then I got, I got bumped to another flight. And then I got back at 11.45. And oh, there's a big difference between getting home at 1.30 and like 12.30. Yeah. Like yeah. an hour. About an hour or so. Yeah. So by the time we got back, it was in, into bed and everything was about two o'clock. And I was so, so tired. It was, a, it was a late night. But yeah, so that was the uh, the fancy trip out to Colorado to visit family. Yeah. And I got to fun. watch the store and I went to Firefly Fibers every day and sold some yarn. Did not burn down the store. Out. The store did not burn down much. There was a little fire off in the corner, but I put that out pretty quickly. Other than that, it was okay. Everybody said you did a very good job. Well, yeah. Everybody has come in to check on check on me and make sure everything went okay. And they're like, Mike did a really good job. I did a job. We even got a note from uh, or a, a comment from a customer that an online customer that said that you did a good job. Ah, uh, sure. Shipped. I packed up some things and I took them to the post office and you mailed them away. I wrote a note or two. But yeah, it was a good time. There's not, I don't know, not a whole heck of a lot. I didn't, I didn't do much of anything, to be honest with you, while you were gone. I tried, tried, tried to have a fire. This is my surprised face for yeah. that. I did a lot of cleaning and purging. I took a trip to Goodwill with a big box of, actually, the whole well, back of your vehicle that's was, what I was full gonna, of stuff. I'm like, why were you driving my car? Because I got in there, and of course, everything's like all like in the wrong place and adjusted and weird and... I'm like, why were you taking my car? And then it dawned on me that you took it to go to Goodwill. Yep. I had a big box of stuff and some other random things besides. So that was good. The Get fish tank is gone. Fish tank is gone. Got is rid it in of the that. basement? No, nah, it's in the dump. Well, not yet, but it will be. Oh. So got rid of that. Getting rid of uh, all kinds of stuff. And that's the plan and the goal. Too much, too much junk. Well, and I have a box of stuff in the bedroom that needs to go, but Good. it had other stuff on top of it. I was going to tell you you could take that, but then I was afraid because I was like packing in a frenzy like I normally do. Yeah. So I didn't want you to like, you know, throw away like some All the good new stuff. like North Face pants or something. Ah, we don't need those either. All of it can go. No. Get rid of it. Nope. I need my, I need clothes. Mm-mm. So yeah, so that's ready to go. Yeah. I noticed there's, there was a lot of cleaning that happened while I was gone, which... There may be some cleaning going on this next week because somebody is on summer break. Yeah. At least the Yarnista is on summer break. Yeah. For a week. So hopefully I will actually get the website done. 
I wouldn't say that here on the air where everybody can hear you. Well, I already said I was going to have it done before I left, and that didn't happen. Uh, well, you said you might. You didn't say you would. No, I was hoping for it. Yeah. But it's close. It's close, and it looks good. I think it looks good. Good. So we'll look forward to that. So speaking of that, if you want to do some shopping at fireflyfibers.com, you can do that even while the store is closed. Um, everything there is is kind of, well, I guess, the same. We'll be shipping. I, I'm not going to commit every day because that's dumb. You're on vacation. So they might not ship right away. Uh, but things will ship, and they will ship with free shipping. If you order at least $100 worth of stuff, make sure that you're going to use offer code free ship. It's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. Get yourself free shipping on the entire order of $100 or more. Um, and then keep an eye, too, on on uh, Firefly Fiber's Facebook page. And I don't know if it'll be on the website or not, but you'll, you'll make that announcement for the, the fancy new thing that's coming up in a couple weeks or yes. so. So if you don't follow the uh, Facebook page, make sure you go ahead and do that for that announcement because that will be pretty cool. Um, did you want to talk about those things we too, have, I guess? Yeah, I can talk about those real quick. Um, so we had two new things that have come in, and we missed this because, you know, we were podcasting in the future the last time. Um, the uh, Sugarbush came out, and last year they came out. Sugarbush is brand new, um, but they're um, super bulky um, merino – roving extra fine merino roving yarn is chill and they were all solids and to celebrate canada's 150th anniversary sugarbush came out with chill 150 which is the same chill that is absolutely lovely but it's in variegated variegated colors yeah it's pretty cool so 11 variegated colors so those are on the website um and I, I haven't had a chance to knit with it yet. I'm really excited to. But, I mean, it's July, so it's kind of like, eh, I don't really want to knit with super bulky yarn. Yeah. But if I feel like getting a couple, like cranking out a couple projects, um, either for myself or for gifts, this is a good time to do it. So um, it's really, it's it's nice. And a lot of people had asked for, they're like, oh, don't they have any variegates? Well, now yeah, they do. Now they do. So that's really cool. Um, the other thing that, and I feel like I'm kind of, you know, it's just, I, I, I took time today and I, I added them to the website just in case I don't get anything. I don't get stuff done um, and get everything transferred over. Um, Cocoa Knits has some new stuff and Clara Parks just did a thing about Cocoa Knits and raving about their products. So everything has been selling like hotcakes. Um, so um, Cocoa Knits, we got um, two new versions of their stitch markers, the um, the stainless... Or no, the nickel, the assorted nickel markers. So there's like three or four different variations of uh, stitch markers in there. There's removable ones, and then I think two different ring sizes, so three. And then um, the precious metals. So they're um, stainless, and then they have like a coating on them. So there's like a gold, like a rose gold, and then like a nickel. Cool. Um, and then, and those come in a cute little box that like lifts up and has a magnet and they're fancy. You gotta be stuff. careful because sometimes those little markers will fall out of the box if you're not careful. How do you know this? Because I put stickers on all of them. You did? Yeah. As you do when you work at Firefly Fibers. When new fibers. things come in. So the other thing that came in that I'm really excited to try, I haven't had a chance to do it, to use it yet, but I brought one home because, um, you know, I'm on vacation for, you know, 10 days. So I think I'm going to knit all of the things again, mm -hmm. um, is the Cocoa Knits Leather Cord and Needle Stitch Holder Kit. Um, so it is, it comes in a nice little box um, with a little ribbon that you pull out this little like drawer and it comes with instructions. There's a really good video on um, 
YouTube that they some that I think Coconuts did. So maybe I'll, I'll post a link to that yeah, um, later this week. But it comes with three leather cords, so it's a completely reusable um, stitch holder system. And there's there's three leather cords and then two needles. And all you do is you just take and kind of twist the cord, the leather cord into the needle, and then you put your stitches on there. And then you take the needle tips off and you just tie it. So you don't have needles hanging off. You don't have waste yarn that you have to deal with. So um, I'm kind of excited to see this. I thought it looked a little bit, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if that's going to be a thing. And then after I watched the video, I'm like, ah, oh, that looks kind of handy. So it doesn't take up much space. Um, and I, it's, I think it's going to work a lot better than waste yarn. So hmm. coconuts, stitch holder kit. These are on the website too. So cool. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. I was I I completely forgot about it because I got back on Thursday and or I got back on well super early Thursday morning and went to work on Thursday mm-hmm. and then halfway through yesterday which was Friday I realized that these like new things that I was really excited to see had come in so I was trying to find them so and I left them for you right on the counter you did you did They're so easy to find. I got them out and I'm like oh hey these are really nice coconuts they package everything really nice so yeah they do they have really nice packaging yep yep so. Yeah, so that's my fun stuff for the, my fun new stuff at the store. Where do you want to go now? Um, kitchen. Mm. So we're going back to Colorado. We just we, we came all the way back to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Now we're gonna go back out to Colorado and talk about food in Colorado. And I forgot about this because it was so weird. My my cousin is so sweet. She's just, she's, she's so nice. And just, she just, she always makes me feel so good about myself. And, but then at the same time, when she's telling everybody like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. I'm going to have Elisa make this because it's so good. I felt a little stressed. Setting a high bar. Yeah. Expectations are. So last year, because it was the first year that I had gone on, like, because we used to go as a family when I was growing up, but I didn't cook when I was, you know, 12 or whatever. So they, I, I, my cousin asked me, well, you, would you be willing to, you know, cook? And I'm like, of course, because I love cooking. Mm -hmm. So, so the, the two things that she recommended that I make were, um, both, well, one of them is a, of course, nom nom paleo, um, the sunny side eggs, which we, I think we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, where you just like burn the heck out of or cook the heck out of the bottom of a, of, you know, eggs with ghee and a cast iron skillet and it's crunchy and, um, slop it on a salad and just put a bunch of balsamic on top of it. It's yeah, delicious. It's really good. So I did that for breakfast on, um, Monday or Tuesday, I think Tuesday, um, the other thing that she really liked was um, when they were out here, and we've talked about this before, is the bolognese and swoodles because swoodles mm-hmm. won. Yeah. So um, so swoodles are sweet potato, um, spiralized sweet potatoes that are, um, that are used in place of pasta. So who had the spiralized? Did you... I, I gave one to my cousin for her birthday and last year. And she brought it along? And she brought it along. I wondered how you got that up there. So... The kids got to do the spiralizing. Fun. We, the, the hope was that if they, cause they're, we weren't sure if they were going to like the food. So the hope was that if they did the spiralizing of the noodles. And they'd want to eat it. They would want to eat it. Yeah. Did they? They tried it. Yeah. 
They did not like it. Oh, boo. So that kind of stunk. Um, well, the two youngest didn't. Mm. They wanted to. Do you have the sad thing ready? They decided that they would prefer to have um, room temperature SpaghettiOs. Yeah, that sounds gross. I mean, SpaghettiOs, I guess you can eat SpaghettiOs, but to have them room temperature, not even heated up, that, that does not sound good at all. It looked really disgusting. Well, it's SpaghettiOs out of a can. It's just SpaghettiOs just out of a can. Just pouring in a bowl. It was Although, funny, though, because my, my cousin told my told my aunt, she said, you know, you better not heat them up because if you heat them up, you're going to hear about it and they're not going to eat it. But if you're mom, that makes it super easy then just to oh, yeah. open up a can of SpaghettiOs yeah. and dump it in a bowl and here you go. There's no oh. preparation or cooking or anything. So maybe she's pretty smart. She apparently is. Yeah, because I spent a lot of time cooking the, uh, making the bolognese. Well, yeah. Because it's my own, and I need to, I, I, I'm refining it and getting it ready, and I, th- I think it's almost ready to actually post. I I put it, I imported my own recipe into Real Plans. Cool. So, um, yeah, it was really good. So, yeah, it was it was an interesting cooking experience because we had, um, so we were at a cabin that had, like, all of, it had, like, all the kitchen stuff, but the, we um, did not have a nonstick skillet. Which seems like something pretty basic you should have in a kitchen like that when you have people coming in from wherever. We had like 18,000 pieces of silverware, though. That, well, that should be good, then. So, yeah. But we had we had a lot of – we had like two drawers of silverware. Um, but we did not have a nonstick um, skillet. But, however, we did have three crockpots. That, sure. That we makes did, sense. We did not have a stockpot. So that made the um the 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 bolognese and swoodles very challenging. Yeah. Because I need um Did one, you feel like you were on chopped and you had to cook with <laughs> crock pots instead of Well, it's it was like chopped except like bad like stuff instead of bad ingredients. You get like Well, they do that all they've done it all the time, a million times. It's, they take stuff away? Yeah. They take it's usually just food though. They don't take oh, like no. they don't take that one guy had to cook on a kid's oh. little kitchen thing that was made for kids with pots and pans that were teeny tiny and a little stove that was no, that's miniature. a different. That's cutthroat kitchen. Oh, cutthroat kitchen. That's what. Yeah, same thing. So yes, I felt like I was on um, cutthroat kitchen, but I did not have the um, benefit of having Alton Brown there. I yeah. was just kind of on my own. But I had a box of wine, so I got through it. No, I, so my, my, what I ended up doing is I cooked everything in like one like skillet. And so I would cook the onions and the celery and the, the carrots. And then I put that in the crock pot and then I cooked the beef and I put that in the crock pot. And so I kind of had to kind of, I had to do everything in like little bits and in then stages. put it in the crock pot sure. and then it cooked in the crock pot for the rest of the day. And I was very happy because my aunt loves my bolognese Good. so she took home a big gallon ziploc bag of leftovers but i didn't have a i didn't have a nonstick skillet so i couldn't do the swoodles in a skillet yeah so i ended up having to um we like kind of just coated them in a little bit of uh of uh um olive oil and then baked them in the oven and it actually worked out real, really well so i think we might do that next time okay. so that would, yeah cuz you can put like enough like a whole entire serving in the oven at the same time and then they're done. So you don't have to keep like kind of, they, I think the texture was better. Yeah. Cool. They don't get as soft. So, 
But yeah, so I topped it with some ricotta and some fresh basil and Mm. some fresh parsley, and the kids ate. The kids ate spaghettios. Spaghettios. Yum. So, but yeah, so I did that. That was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that cooking. I sent every, my, my, everyone was like, do you need help? Do you need help? I'm like, no, go down to the beach. Have fun at the beach. I I need my, this was like about the, this was Sunday or Monday. So it was about yep. that time where I needed just kind of to decompress and it was. Some quiet time. It was a good break focus. in the kitchen for me. Yep. Good. Yep. So, um, and then, oh, the other like kitchen thing is I was super excited. I got an email yesterday. Was it last night? I think. The, the new, uh, the Nam Nam Paleo Ready or Not cookbook that was expected in, um, August is now going to be delivered on July 11th. And that's crazy because normally media things, books and video games and movies never come early. They're always delayed for some reason. That's Michelle for you though. I guess. They're doing, they did all of the illustrations and all of the photos and everything themselves. Awesome. So yeah, so that's super exciting. So that is coming next week. Cool. That's it? Yeah. Good. So I think we're at a point now where we can bind, bind it off, off and wrap up and weave in our ends and... Uh, go make some supper. Go make some supper, I, don't I guess. I swoodles and bolognese for you. That's but... okay. I think we'll probably find something just as good. We'll live. I, I did bring home a jar of Tostitos cheese. Let's eat that. You brought home a jar of cheese? From the store. Oh, okay. I thought you brought home no, from, not Colorado. from Colorado. No. Well, you brought home a rock, so I'm not going to be surprised if you brought home a jar of cheese. <laughs> I can I can get cheese anywhere. I can only get Colorado rocks from Colorado. Yeah. If everybody who went to Colorado brought home a rock, there'd be no Rocky Mountains. It would just be- Not everybody needs to bring home rocks. The Colorado just Plains. Just cool people. Yeah. The cool people there are a lot bring of rocks, rocks there, Mike. But again- Lots of rocks. Everybody who visited brought home a rock. I brought home a small rock. Oh, Okay. I didn't bring home the size rock that I wanted. Of course, well, good because that would have cost a billion dollars to ship in a reinforced box. I reinforced the box plenty. Oh, good. Thanks everybody for joining us here on episode number was it ninety six? Uh, if you would like to follow Elisa on all her adventures between now and next week when the next episode comes out, you can do so on Ravelry and Twitter and Facebook and. I don't know, wherever, Instagram probably mostly. Yep. Go to the website, lisatheernista.com, up in the upper right-hand area up there. All that social media stuff exists. You can send us an email, podcast, at lisatheernista.com if you'd like to participate. Uh, also, check us out Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lisatheernista, and that will get you access for $5 per month to the video version of the podcast. You can uh, watch us live. You can chat. Um, you can... <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, participate in the program not only by sending an email, but you can do so live. You can sit there with everybody else and uh, have conversations back and forth and say silly, dumb things. Have a good time. It's only five bucks a month. You can also, if you just want to do a dollar a month, you can certainly do that, and that helps us out. We definitely appreciate it. Um, Otherwise, I think uh, that's probably about it. We should probably wrap it up and head out. Good? Good. I think we're good. See you all in a week. Cheers. Well, now that I know there's an alpaca out back, I'm definitely coming back. Well, alpacas are the greenest animal.
Right. Right. That is so important. 